Praise God. So, um, a little observation from the miracle service. Right? The, the observation was quite vast. I, I noticed that um, across board. But there was this particular one that brought my mind to it. Okay. So it helps you to understand. And sometimes when you don't, you've not trained people for something, you can't really hold them accountable for it because they probably do not know. All right. So let me just mention something I observed on that day. All right. So there was a, a young man who brought his, who brought his uh, I think, grandfather on this side of the hall. And um, I think the grandfather had a, a problem walking. So I think he had a stick with him. And um, I think he was sitting around that side. Yeah. So, and also had a, had a heart issue. All right. So I, I was watching. Uh, during the service, I was looking. I was looking because um, I, was, I was observing a, a whole lot of things in the hall. Now, now this goes to um, every other person. All right. So after the service, this was my observation. At the time, I began to pray for the sick, all right? Which means that was the time the power of God had hit the hall. At, the, at that time, I began to pray for the sick. Okay, let me stay up today. Let's see. At the time, I began to pray for the sick. The man was sitting. Now, this young man, I'm sure he's probably in the hall or something. I, are you around? But I corrected him, but I felt everybody should know. So it's not a, it's not a, it's not a big mistake, all right? He probably just didn't know. So he was sitting, and um, he was praying at the time I was praying for the sick. Now, I'm quite very sharp with my eyes. Like, I observe a lot of things at the same time. So I was, I was observing the man. And I was observing the guy with a man. So the, the guy was kneeling down, praying, praying, praying. So after the service, other people have been received their miracle. They've been healed and different things have happened. I was, I, I, I saw people briefly, okay? So I was outside there looking, watching out. A few people came to see me. So he came with the grandfather. So when he came with the grandfather, he said he wants me to pray for the man. So I asked him, so what happened when I was praying in the hall? So this was his mistake. The power of God is acted on. You see, it's acted on. At the time the power of God hits, and I was praying for the sick, what he should have done was carry the man from there. Some people, some people bring maybe a sick person to church, maybe in a miracle service or an all night or whatever it is, and the person sitting down, and they are waiting for something to happen. That's not how it works. When they were reading the testimony, there was one particular testimony. I don't know if you observed that testimony. He said, while the service was going on, the friend was engaging him or her because the person doesn't know. Now, when we talk about the power of God healing someone, you might feel it, you might not feel it at all. Sometimes someone, someone will feel some chills and say, oh, I felt the power of God. Someone will say, I felt something leaving me. Sometimes you might not feel it at all. All you need to do is act. On the word. Act. You're healed. Do what you could not do before. At that time, the person you've brought does not understand. 
He probably still thinks he's sick. Now, in 2019, I think it was Richmond, right? In 2019, he brought his cousin to church who, was, who had been, um, he had not walked for eight months. Eight months, the guy has not walked for eight months. Now, we're having a Super Sunday service, and this guy was in the overflow hall, bedridden. He's not walked for eight months. They carried him on, on, a, on a mattress. Can, can you imagine? They carried him on a mattress from the house, and where church, church four uses now, that was the overflow hall. So they took this guy to be lying at the back of the hall. I'm ministering at the time, the power of God, you know, I'm ministering, I'm declaring that the power of God has hit the place, and the sick are being healed right now. What was the next thing you did? He left the hall, went to the overflow hall to carry the guy. For someone who hasn't worked for eight months, the guy immediately started skipping steps. The stairs. Someone who is even with correct leg is going to walk like this. This guy who hasn't worked for eight months immediately starts walking like this. Now, this guy does not know the power of God has hit him. He's still lying down. As though nothing has happened to him because he does not know. When Peter and John went to the gate called Beautiful and saw the, the crippled man, first thing he said, he said, look on us. That means give me your attention. So the first thing you'll notice in a, in, a, in, in a meeting where the power of God is going to cost people's lives, people are going to be healed, they would have to give the attention. Then the next thing, he engaged the guy, he said, so then God have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Peter and John observed the guy. The guy is not walking because the guy is so used to, what was he had been at that gate for so long. That means even Jesus has bypassed this guy before. Yes, the Bible says he has been there for long. And that was around that same gate that blind Bartimaeus was healed. And if that guy has been there for long, it was just a few uh, days later that Peter and John, you understand? It was less than two months. So this guy has been there for years. So Jesus bypassed that guy before. You know, some people think that, you know, Jesus, everywhere he went, he was healing every sick person. You don't know the Bible. If... Pastors, thank you, thank you. If pastors say they have healing power, they should go to the hospital and go and heal every single person, you don't know the Bible. Jesus bypassed that guy before. Okay, what about the pool of Bethesda? Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda, healed one person and left. The Bible says that that pool was full of uh, uh, <laughs> sick people. It was a rendezvous of broken humanity. People were gathered in their numbers. All looking for one thing. What were they looking for? One thing. For the angel to stir the waters and for the first person to enter. First person. So you can imagine someone is at the edge. It doesn't matter how good your intentions are. I want you to understand spiritual reality. It doesn't matter how good your intentions are. It doesn't matter how much you suffered. If you are not the first, forget it. You just took a bath. Oh, I came dead. I came dead. But I really need the miracle. Nobody cares. So Jesus comes there, also applies the same principle, the first. The first he ministered to afterwards, he went home. Someone called me one time. Pastor, I want you to pray for this person for me. I want to pray for this person for me. I refuse to pray. 
The person sent me a message. You say you're a true man of God. You say you're a true man of God. You should pray. You're to pray for him. He's about to die. I looked at the person and I said, I forgive you. Because you don't understand. One day Jesus was going somewhere and someone came that, oh, my cousin is dead. Jesus ignored them. A woman came to Jesus Christ and says, my daughter is sick. Jesus did not even answer. At least some of you are answering you. <laughs> the woman said, Jesus, heal my daughter. Jesus is going. He didn't even say, stop. Stop what you are doing and disturbing me. Blue tick. <laughs> Just keeps going. The woman is begging. He keeps going. The woman is go- now, at this point in time, the disciples were now tired of the woman. Because the woman was persistent. The disciples were now tired. The disciples said, Master, please, we beg you, send this woman away. Which means the disciples have tried sacking the woman. The woman refused to go. She said, okay, now the last person to sack this woman is Jesus. So, Master, send this woman away. She is making noise. She is disturbing our trip. Jesus still doesn't say anything. Still doesn't say anything. And I've told you before, that day was a big test for the woman. It was a big test for the woman because her attitude at that time will mean everything. If it's this generation of people. Mm. Uh, said it was healing power. You, healing power. I beg you don't have anything. <laughs> then, Jesus now said, um, I'm not supposed to minister to you. Jesus said, I'm not supposed to minister to you. This is the expression of Jesus. It's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. That's what Jesus said. It's not good to take the children's bread and give it to dogs. <laughs> Jesus, you call me a dog. It's not your fault. Therefore, if my daughter was not sick, do you, where, where will you see me? Like some people, like some people talk to their cell leaders. If not for church, if not for say, like you. Like you, you Jesus, you call me a dog. The woman's attitude. Said, eh? okay, it's not good which to give what is meat for, um, to the children to the dogs. All right, fine. I'm a dog. Yes. What? Because he said, truth, Lord. He said, truth, Lord. Truth, Lord. You said, I'm a dog. Okay, fine. I'm a dog. Oh, what an attitude. He said, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. He said, you said my dog? No problem. Yet, even the dogs, they get something. Then, Jesus said to the woman, he said, I've not seen faith like this before. This woman's faith was... Um, 
a mixture of many things. It was her attitude. It was her revelation. It was her revelation. You see, her attitude, revelation. Like a lot of the time, you see some people in, like for example, if you happen to sit at overflow, your attitude at overflow will determine a lot. Your attitude will determine a lot. So, I'm saying that to say this. When you have brought somebody who needs a miracle to church, you are supposed to be involved because the person probably does not know. At the time, pastor is praying for the cigarette. Put your hand where you need a miracle. Since you are fine, you put your hand around the person because the power of God is in the air. It is faith that directs it. Do you know that we can all walk into a room where the power of God is very present and everybody will walk out of the place and nothing will happen to anybody? Very, very possible. It's happened many times. Jacob went to a place, he slept. When he woke up, he said, God has been here and I did not know. Some people say, if God is here, we will know. No, it's demons who show themselves like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if demons are somewhere, they want everybody to know. God can be in a place that nobody will know. Anyone who acts his faith, God shows up. That person. So I was having a meeting with some of the leaders and I was, I was, I was telling them, I was teaching them some of those things. And another mistake that mistake. When I came into the hall, I could not walk well. Maybe I was limping. Now, after the prayer, I just noticed that I'm no longer limping, but also, I'm not also fully walking, but I'm no longer limping. It's better than before. The person says, okay, let me go home, eh, and go and see well. When it happens well, you'll be sick again. You'll, you know, you'll be sick again. Let me share something with you. There was a woman who came here with a son. The son is quite popular. You all know the son. I think it was one of our meetings, and um, she, she does not speak the English, all right? So she was sitting in the meeting, all right? You know people like that come to church, and they can't speak the English, but they want to sit in the meeting. They say, oh, my papa is not saying, You know, there was one woman who sat in the service like that. She was, she was diagnosed with a very um, serious sickness, and all she said, you know, I love people like that. She said she can't speak English, but she will act her faith. You know what? He said she looked into the pastor's eyes on the screen. Because while she was sitting, she can't see my eyes from here. But she can see the eyes from the screen. So she looked into the eyes from the screen. She didn't hear anything. She didn't hear be healed. She got back home. She was healed. Now, this other story I was telling you is the one I want to pay attention to. So this guy brought the, the mom to church. And the mom could not speak the English. So, I think during the service, I want to see if I uh, can hear the, the testimony well. During the service, I think the mom slept off. I don't know if it was Super Sunday or so. I'm trying to remember exactly the, the, the meeting. The mom slept off. When the mom slept off, in, the, in a short dream, she says a vision, all right? So, vision, dream, one of them. In between one of them, like one. So, in the vision or the dream, she says, this is her narration. I appeared to her in the dream. She had a kidney issue. I ministered to her in the dream. She woke up. By the time she went home to go and do the check, she was totally healed with a kidney. Now, afterward, she was not coming to church again. The son was telling him, let's go and share the testimony. Let's go and share the testimony. Let's go and share the testimony. She never came. The next time she came, the thing was back. 
<laughs> so when they came to tell me, I said, oh, God. Because to take that thing away again, eh, it will be another thing. Oh, see the testimony of the young lady. I, I, I love people who, t- who challenge the power of God. The, I, was watch, I was listening to one of the testimonies. This person used to have attack. But in the service, he took spray and sprayed it. No, how then will we know that she has been healed? Like, oh my God. Like some people who when we say, write your prayer point. They say, God, give me wisdom. How will you know if it comes? No, I'm asking you a question. Like, it's so vague, so vague a prayer point. So vague. God, give me wisdom. If wisdom land now, will you start bloating or something? Do you get what I'm trying to say? If you ever ask God, wisdom in chemistry and in, in so, so, and so, so, and so, when you are done, go and pick the chemistry book and you are not coming to try, listen, you're not coming to try to see if you understand. You pick it as you understand. And what if, you say, hey, what if I take it? And then in, in faith, what if does not exist? The man of God, Pastor Chris, shared a testimony. Shared a testimony. When he was done with school, he saw a big office. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm helping many of you to, you know, understand this life. He's done with school. He's seen a big facility. He wants to start a business with his friends. They've seen a big facility. They want to use it for the business they've started. Now, they look at the facility. They go to ask for the price. They say, this is the price. Now, this price sounds higher than them. Okay, they are not going to say it's higher than us. They go back home, say, okay, we are coming for it, all right? Now, in the meantime, while they are going to come for it, they will have to act their faith. So what did he do? He set up a desk and a chair in his house. He wakes up in the morning, he goes to office. He wakes up in the morning, go and sit on the desk and his chair. If you call him by night, he says, I'm in the office. You're asking God to give you a container of goods. You, 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 you don't act like anybody who is looking for any container. You sleep from morning to evening. When you finish sleeping, you wake up and say, I praise you, Lord. 2016, I can show you my desk and my chair in my room. It's little desk. And I remember, I know where I bought, I bought that non-cop. And on that little desk, I was having Instagram live sessions being watched by 12 people. One of those Instagram live sessions, 12 people were watching me. And I was, I was talking with, I saw talking to 12,000 people. I, was, I would prepare before the meetings, before the Instagram live session, I would prepare, I would go through. I remember one of the messages I preached. I preached about Esther, if I perish, I perish. I never forget it. Then I also preach on lessons of Achan. In my little, little office. This is my bed. That's the office. I can easily jump into the bed. <laughs> I sat down. And I would take my phone. My techno phone. And I will be talking. Talking. F- few people on. It was not even Instagram live. It's not Instagram live, please. It was Facebook live. Because Facebook Live came before Instagram Live. It was Facebook Live. I, now, I just remembered. Then people would be commenting. 
Wow, wow, how many? Twelve. <laughs> One day, I had a meeting. I prepared. I, we paid money. I went to, I used Jometo Studio. I said, I'm having a program for those on Instagram Live. I paid money, drums, set everything. We put everything and we put a camera on us. That's a major conference. Major conference of a high attendance of 45. <laughs> this year. I just said, I'm having prayer meeting on Instagram Live. Almost 900 people. Just prayer meeting. This why I'm not doing any program. Last year, on the internet, in a single night, we could have 10,000 people who would join me for six hours. Those times, 30 minutes left. 12, they're 12. It's substitution. This one comes and so. Everything. I had that my little desk proving I'm going somewhere. You're looking for a job. A job has not come, so you are sleeping. You wake up in the morning, get a desk and a chair. Eight to five. You sit on the desk. Anybody calls you, say, I'm in the office right now, I'll call you back later. <laughs> or you can, you, you, you can take the number of my secretary, we'll get back to you later. <laughs> you see, so these are things that you pay attention to. A lot of people, and it happens so many times. Like, for example, we, 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 we receive most of the testimonies after the service. So what happened in the service? A lot of them want to go home and go and check. But it has happened in there. Okay, come to ask a question. If a miracle happened for you in the service, and you waited, you said you want to go and check at home before you come. Let me see your hand. Oh, you don't? Please stand up. Thank you for your honesty. Who else? Stand up. Thank you. Oh, you don't want us to know. No worry, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, we, we're learning, all right? I, I, I realize most of you don't know some of these things, so... Like a lady, I remember when we were best western, one lady who used to have these this spells of, you know, someone sleeping with her when she's asleep and all that, used to have those spells. So one day, one service, I came forward and I said, look, today I'm going to finish this thing today and today. All of you, those who haven't come forward now. Ba, 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 ba. I finished all of them. She was not having it again. So one day I said, ah, but I prayed for you people. Nobody has come to say that, oh, it has stopped or it has not stopped. All of them said, oh, actually it has stopped. I said, ah. If you think, no, if you think, coming back to give God feedback, eh, if you think it's a, it's, a, it's a small thing, read the Bible. Jesus healed 10 people, and one came back. When one came back, he actually gave a comment on it to show you that he was expecting the others to come back. All right. What happened to you? But you were going home to check first. You wanted to be sure. You didn't realize it in the hall. Oh, then I'm not talking to you. Uh, the person who brought you said, join the queue to testify. And you said, oh, no, let me go and check. Yes, please. You don't do that. Because an act of faith, you jump on the power of God. You see? You jump on the power of God. Like, for example, when it comes to even in the, in the area of giving, once a prayer has been prayed over me and said that you are going to do this, the next thing is I'm going to start acting like someone who can do it. So if I've never given, like, let me use $1,000 as a bit. I've never given $1,000 before. Once I leave that hall, that is my mindset. I can do it. That's my realm. I'm doing it. So now, my mindset has changed. I act like that. Do what you could not do before. It applies in finances. All right, thank you. All right, how are you? Um, I, thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, I had a dislocated shoulder. You had a dislocated shoulder? Yeah. During, and I came for a nomadical night. 
then you ask us to place our hand anywhere we have print you. As I placed my hand, like a few seconds later, I realized I was raising my hand up, singing and dancing. And then I didn't now want to believe that you didn't want I was raising <laughs> They're dislocated, shoulder located, <laughs> and you didn't want to believe it. Wow, go ahead. So I just, I was like, nah, let me go home. And then I'll go to the clinic again and check well. Then, well, after I checked, everything was good. I told, I told my, my pastor about it, though. But that was after the, like, two weeks after. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so just because some did not know, so I just thought I should school some of you in walking with God and walking by faith. You see, walk by faith. Walk by faith. The Bible says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We act on the word of God. When, when I've, I've been to a, uh, a company or I've written a letter for them to employ me and they didn't employ me and I come to church and a word is given, and I said, go back to where you did not. Some will just be sitting down, waiting for the company to call them. No! You go back there! Oh, I'll tell you a story. You know, let me tell you, it's very good to be in a cell, because the cells have responsibilities. And it's by those responsibilities and targets that you'll be able to have the opportunity to try your faith, to act your faith. Many years ago, those times we used to um, sell Rhapsody, okay? We used to sell Rhapsody. And that thing was a very good thing for our faith because it helped us to act our faith in many ways. We used to sell Rhapsody. And at that time, you know, now we give for Rhapsody and distribute it. Those times, we would sell the Rhapsody because it had to be available for people. So somebody has to do it. And let me tell you something about those things. You cannot give the selling of Rhapsody to someone who sells MTN card. It's not the same. It's not sales. It has to be done by a spirit-filled person. There's something about the things of God. They don't run the same way. So... You can put the same Rhapsody, listen, you can put the same Rhapsody on a newspaper stand. People will buy the newspaper and leave the Rhapsody. But in the hand of a Christian, it will move. There's something about it. Right? So those times, we used to do it. We'll go around, we'll go selling the Rhapsody and all those things. So I remember one day, we did not pray. <laughs> we did not pray before going out. We were just going to sell the Rhapsody. As we went out, ah! Hey! Have you ever heard laboring in vain before? <laughs> we labored in vain. We roamed. We sold one. One. We were three boys. We sold one. We labored in vain. Look, on top of that, we came back tired. And that evening, my fellowship leader called for fellowship meeting. I had a fellowship leader. He called for fellowship meeting. And we came back. And he's asking us, how come people sold one? Ah! Do you know where we have been? <laughs> we roamed. We even roamed. We went to Legon campus. We roamed. We roamed, 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 roamed. And you are so insensitive. Telling us that why, why didn't you do that? Sir, at that time, our attitude. Ha! Ah, and those times, we don't know anything like disrespect to display your leader and say that. Ah, please, please, please. I carried my leg to church. I'll carry it out. <laughs> like some people say, I will leave this cell and I will join another cell. Hey, Marquesco, Brandis. Your problem is not the jumping on. Your problem is your insubordination to the word of God. And check something. Those who jump from one place to the other. After three jumps, we all realize that the problem is not the cell they were in. The problem has been them. Check it. Some of them is the families they are coming from. Yes. Listen to this message by Pastor Chris. Heirs of bondage. 
There's some people they come from a family where they, nobody in that family can sit in one place. And when you see things like that, eh, you counsel yourself and you break that cycle with yourself because they, can, they always jump from one place to the other. Every time something is good about something and something is bad about somewhere. Because it's bad over here, they have moved to here. Because it's bad over here, they came. Ah, okay. So I said, my leader, to, my leader told me, hmm, Holy Spirit, you are good. So he told me. So I went back with my friends who went to sell. Now, he did not go with us. So I have every reason. I listen now. I have every reason to do what? To say, ah, you don't understand what is going on on the ground. Do you know where we're going to roam? We roam, 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 roam. We came back with ooh, one fish. <laughs> you are telling us that we are not productive. Then he said we should pray. We prayed, prayed, prayed. Then at the beginning of the prayer, I, I was not happy. I just couldn't say it. Uh, 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 but no, there's something about prayer. If you are praying genuinely, you, you will break it on the inside. All of a sudden, you will start praying for real. And your heart will be full of the love of God. Say, oh, no, no, what I was doing was wrong, so let me keep praying. As we're praying, he said he had a word of prophecy. I'm saying he said because I didn't have it. He had a word of prophecy. The Spirit said, go back there again, eh? The Spirit said, go back there again. Go back there again. Go back there again. Just like Peter. Jesus said, put your net on the same side. In my mind, are you going back with us? He didn't go with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we went back to the same place. We sold 200. The attitude, the attitude. Oh, that day I learned something. You know why? I learned that, you know, the same place you do not see result. If the word of God comes, you will see it. Be careful of these new age terminologies. There are new age terminologies. And it is coming from the confused folks. There are terminologies that are even blacklisting things that are holy before God. Someone is loyal to a cause. You say he's being manipulated. These are new age terminologies. Oh, you don't know that everybody's been manipulated by something. You think, nobody, nobody's free. Nobody's free. You saying you are free alone is, is proof that you are not free. <laughs> to say you are free alone shows that you are not free. Because no human being in this world is an island. Everybody's been moved by something. You know, we are moved by the devil. Or, look, everybody's been manipulated. Listen, when you grew up, when, when, you, when you were born, when you were born, your, your brain was clean slate. Your mother and your father, according to their upbringing and their values, started coloring it for you. Everything you know, the manipulation started there. So who on to you if you are born to the wrong parents? True. So when you start growing up, what, what does it mean to be manipulated? To be influenced. That's the meaning of manipulation, to be influenced. Then we share God's word with you in church. Nobody forces you, but then it now starts influencing your decisions. And that we should say God is manipulating us to give tithes. There are new age terminologies. Trying to give people a certain kind of freedom that does not exist. So this guy is, is, is born... A boy. But there's no new theory that can make him decide that he's born a boy, but he's not a boy. And that he can choose to be a girl boy. That was his freedom. It's not freedom. They are denying objective reality. That's what they are denying. They are denying objective reality. And any... I want you to Most of you have gone to school, so you understand what I'm saying. Any theory that denies objective reality is not science. It is philosophy. And if it is philosophy, everybody is also entitled to their philosophy. You cannot run this world. This world cannot be there without an objective reality. Other than that, what's the, where is truth? There cannot be truth. Other than that, truth is what I will call it. Then, if you say there's no truth, 
That means the constitution is false. Who told them that killing somebody is wrong? What if I, I usually get seizures when I see human beings around me? I usually get seizures when I see human beings. I have to kill them. <laughs> I saw, I saw. You know, do you know the confusion we can bring into this world? I saw this post. The guy said he's transvaccinated. You know, he is not vaccinated, but he identifies as someone who is vaccinated. So, <laughs> so he's transvaccinated. This is not a joke. I went to a site and I was supposed to go and pick gender. I'm not joking. It's existing. I was expecting to see male and female. I saw 26. 26 genders. Let's continue. <laughs> and the funny part. They said there are 26 genders. But when we were counting the COVID deaths, it was only two genders that, <laughs> that represented. <laughs> what about the 24 other? None of them died. <laughs> there's, a, there's a 51 men, 63 women. What about the rest? <laughs> yeah, immune genders. <laughs> anyway, that's just by the way. All right, you get it. So act in your faith. Act in your faith. You have to learn to act in your faith. When you sit in a meeting and a word is proclaimed and you receive that word, you walk out like that word. You walk out like that word. So you, since you believe, you act like that. Act like that. So, so when the guy came to me after service, I'm like, no. No. What you should have done was, when the power of God healed, what you should have done is, you take, connect to the... <laughs> yes! There was a woman who, got, who, who stood up from a wheelchair at um, Numatica Night. It was the person who brought her, who pulled her out of it. Because this woman is so used to sitting in a wheelchair, she's not just going to stand up. It has become her default setting now. She's used to it. She's, she's probably been doubting. The Bible says concerning Peter and, and John at the gate of the Bible says they, they, they pulled the man. The Bible says they pulled the man. They pulled the man. Then the Bible says he leaping up stood. Don't look at it. He said, um, Acts chapter 3 verse 7. Acts chapter 3 verse 7. And he took him by the right hand. Are you seeing? Because the guy is, he has been at a place for so long. He is not interested. At this point in time, the guy is not interested in being healed. He is interested in receiving money. Because he was begging. And that's all he's interested in. So you come to talk to him about So he's, he's asking them for money. Then he says, silver and gold have I not now. Peter and John begin to change his mind, turn his mind away from money to we have something better. So he says, okay, stand up. Says, the guy is saying, oh, he has been here. He says, okay, silver and gold have I not such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. They realize the guy is not walking. But he says, then he held his right hand and took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Then what happened? And immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. They did not receive strength when he was on the ground. I've, I've, I've told the story of David many times. When David took the stone, he didn't know. There was nothing on the stone. You, you have to understand the power of God. There's nothing on the stone. Some of you will be, you know, it's, it's the cartoons. It's the cartoons. Because in cartoons, when David picked the stone, there will be something going around the stone. Fume. Fume. Luken. Luken is the one who has done this to you. You see? Sub-zero. Looking, fume, fume, fume. As he took the stone, fume, fume, fume. Say, power, power, power. Fume. Oof. But no, when David took the stone, it was still an ordinary stone. 
When he put it in the sling, it was still ordinary. As he shook it, it was still ordinary. When he threw it, the power joined it. That's, that's it. It's like, oh, I, I, I wish I could use English to explain this to you. It's like when you act on the power of God, it, it's like it meets at a point. There's a point at which it meets. Like, for example, can you, can you explain when we feel with the Holy Ghost, can you explain what happens in the middle? Because the person cannot speak. And you finish praying for the person and say, open your mouth and speak. At what point does it happen? At what point does it happen? All of a sudden, if the person keeps quiet, nothing will happen. Once the person opens his mouth to say what? That's the question. But you don't ask to say what because it's an act of faith. He has to say, say what? Say. So the young lady, the young lady, probably in, 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 in service, who is um, expecting a time of the mind that has delayed for a year and is, is in church expecting it. Once the power of God hits, the next thing she's going to the washroom. That is the proof. I remember a young lady, I think it was Super Sunday 2020 at the conference center. The moment I gave the word, she went to the washroom. Did nothing. She came back. After a while, she went again. Her third time, she saw it. Act on the word. Act on the word. Act on the word. I remember one finance meeting I had years ago. And I said, angels have put money in people's bags right now. The first set of people who entered their bags, saw dollars. First set of people. Some were still standing. Praise the Lord. <laughs> After those people started seeing the money, they now start putting their hand into their pocket. Nothing. Because no longer an act of faith. One lady sent me a video. This miracle service. This miracle service. One lady sent me a video. Usually, the reason why I don't post those kind of things is I don't want to put people's faith in that. But let me tell you what happened. She sent me a video. There was gold dust in her palms during the service. You know, if I share that kind of testimony, people say, oh, next miracle service. <laughs> if I see it in my palm, that's how I walk outside. <laughs> you see, those things are just signs, okay? They're just signs. Just science. A young lady was with her mom. Three nights of faith and power. They were watching online. Mom had arthritis. Once the power got hit, I started declaring healing. I think on the second day, immediately, she held the mom and said, let's climb the stairs. The mom has never climbed the stairs. This is it. The mom said, eh, me, I cannot walk. She said, no, mommy, let's go. Let's go. Look, look at what the Bible says. He said, when he held the right hand and lifted him, that means at the time he held the right hand, the guy was not healed. At the time he lifted him, the guy was not healed. His ankle bones did not have strength. But when he lifted him immediately, so in between when there was no strength and when there was strength, there was a lifting. When the lifting happened, it would have looked insensitive that why are you pulling a man who has not been healed? But then immediately, his ankle bones received strength. So the strength did not come when he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given thee. During the prayer, the strength did not come. During the prayer, the strength did not come. No, or talk to me. You think Jesus Christ was walking knowing that there was power in his cloth, and he was not vibrating. <laughs> he was not vibrating. As he's walking, with the kind of power that could stop a, a hemorrhage of, 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 of 12 years, the kind of power that could, I mean, that's the kind of power that was in his cloth, and he was not. <laughs> Peter, James, don't. He was walking majestically, normally, Nothing was happening. Other people were touching him. Nothing was happening. Other people were talking to him. Nothing was happening. No, oh, nobody, nobody. Everybody is talking to him. Jesus Christ is as normal as everybody on the street. The only thing is that he has 12 protocol. All of a sudden, a woman from somewhere 
has timed him for long. He said, if, and the woman is not supposed to be there. Why? Because according to the law, when you're having that kind, of, that kind of situation, you don't come among people. So the woman is not supposed to be there. So the woman times him for long, times him for long. He said, if I touch the hem of his garment. Now, those times, the hem of their garment had an inscription. So don't think he was just, the woman was just looking for something to touch. No. The hem of the garment had an inscription. It had the yod hey vav hey. It was, it was, it was, um, I, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the, the Israelis' talits that they cover their head with. At the edges, check it very well. If it's a correct one, there will be that inscription. It's also on their, their clothes. So the woman was touching the name of God on the garment of Jesus. She touched, and the Bible says, immediately she knew in herself. She knew herself she had been healed. Then Jesus knew also that power had left him. So it was two things. The woman's faith, Jesus' power. Why? Why didn't the woman go to touch a dog? Because the dog does not have the power. <laughs> Are you getting it? So it was two things. Jesus' power, the woman's faith. Those two things came together to cause that miracle. So Jesus notices that power has left him. Sometimes during services, I've noticed that. In some of the very, very powerful services, I get home and I feel so drained. Why? Because in the service, I felt like power has come out. Like people have drained me. And there are certain services, you walk in full, you come out full. The people receive nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Many times. And sometimes you're laying hands. You're laying hands. And it's like that. Especially the people who come to church fresh, they don't know how to receive. Because you see, these things are taught. Walking, walking with God is not beings like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking with God is not beings. It's not as simple as you think. So, people, so that's why people stand up and pray the way they like and say what they want and just get, think they'll get away with it. Walking with God is not like that. You have to learn it. I've told you before. Samuel, it was not a ghost talking to him, it was God. Samuel was in the house, sitting in the house, he hears a voice. Samuel, Samuel. He hears the voice, ah, who's calling me? The voice sounds like Eli's voice. What does that teach you? God does not sound strange. <laughs> My son. Lift up your eyes. That's what some people are expecting for marriage. <laughs> that will hear a voice. Don't pick Andrew's call. <laughs> for he has nothing better for you. <laughs> and because that voice has not come yet, they will keep picking Andrew's call. Meanwhile, deep down on their inside, there is a red light. That's ping, 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 ping. Don't pick, don't pick. And because it's not loud and it's... God has not told me anything. Because they are spending for. <laughs> you see? So, God does not speak with a strange voice. He will speak with a voice that you're familiar with. Because that's the voice someone heard. It was Eli's voice. So he goes to Eli and says, Eli, why are you calling me? Eli says, No. Comes back. God stays with the same thing. Samuel, Samuel. Samuel goes again, comes back. Ah, if it is God, all knowing God. Magnificent God, all-powerful God. What's God supposed to do? God is supposed to interrupt someone on the way that, hold on, I'm the one talking to you. <laughs> right? Hold on, don't go anywhere, I'm the one talking to you. God respects leadership. <laughs> he respects leadership. God has called the boy. He, he know, God knows that the guy will have to get permission because Eli is the one who feeds someone. We'll stand up one day and say, I'm leaving myself. Is how you are brought up. That's the problem. Stand up. I don't really like the way things are going on over here. <laughs> God is not speaking to me, but I feel like, hey, okay, Shabra Dekis. I'm trying to hold some things I want to say. Why would God 
tell Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. All that drama is not necessary. If the, the way you think of God is the way he is, all that drama is not, you just have to go to Egypt and do. <laughs> right? Then all Egyptians will die. My people, go. <laughs> God is not a froster. He's <laughs> not a froster. Because the Egyptians have been taking care of the Israelites in Goshen for many years. You can't do that. God is amazing. I really wish the time I taught spiritual legalities, most of you were in church. I've been trying to teach it again, but the inspiration is not there, so I don't know what to do. So maybe in service, I'll just be dropping one, 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 one. So this is one of the legalities. God cannot. Now, at the time, Israel was also coming out of Egypt. God made the Israelites go and borrow gold from the Egyptians. Knowing fully well that the people are going and will not come back. So say, hey, God is the first person who introduced fraud. <laughs> right? Because he told them, go and borrow it and go. We know very well that you are not coming back, but borrow it and go. Everybody didn't know they were going, so they all borrowed. And the Bible said, God gave them favor in the eyes of people. So the people were just giving them, okay, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. And they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. They borrowed even clothes. Why? Because they're going to be in the wilderness for a long time. So they borrowed clothes. Someone asked a question. God introduced fraud. Let me tell you, God was also right in doing that. Why? Because the people too had been working for the Egyptians. They had not paid them. So that, that, that day was payday. <laughs> they collected their salary that day. Because God said it in the law that you don't hire a slave and not pay the person. So God too does not like that. So it was atika, atika. God is amazing, eh? He is amazing. When you look through the scriptures, no scripture ever contradicts itself. It's people who are looking for trouble, who look for, say, say, this thing, it does not match up. No, no, it's people who are looking for trouble. When you look into the scriptures, God is just. Lift up your hands and thank God.